Hi, and welcome to Resurrection Church, where Dr. Joseph G. Matera is the senior pastor and presiding bishop. We are committed to serving our community and the community abroad. We pray that the word you are about to hear will be a blessing to your life and that you allow the Holy Spirit to open your heart and receive what the Lord is speaking to you. Hey, good morning, church family. I hope that you guys are just genuinely enjoying today's online experience. Um, and honestly, I just want to say welcome to everyone, regardless of where you are and what device you're streaming from. Uh, we are honestly honored that you would just take a, a few moments out of your weekend, especially this Christmas holiday weekend, to, to worship with us. You know, something about the Christmas season that I just love to be able to sit and ponder on, especially coming off of it, is just, just the, the real meaning for the season. You know, it's so easy, especially in today's world with everything that's going on, um, all around us to just get caught up in the most recent headlines, to get caught up in the inflation that we're seeing in America, to get caught up on um, the, the new COVID variant, all these different things. It's just, it feels like it's just coming at us. And if anything, just inundating our lives, inundating our minds, inundating everything that we watch and everything that we see. And, and through this season, something that I've really just been thinking about a whole lot is in the middle of this storm, in the middle of the chaos of the world, where is the peace and where is the joy that God offers us? And I think that that's something that we can really just challenge ourselves if we're going to be honest with ourselves is, are we experiencing the peace and the joy that God so freely gives to us? And if we are, are we allowing that to increase in our lives. You know, this, this past uh, November and early part of December, we wrapped up our increase series where we were talking about an increase of faith in our life, an increase of abundance, an increase of God's favor. And I think that we can also desire and ask for an increase of God's joy and an increase of God's peace in our life. Um, you know, I'm sure yesterday was great for you guys, the kids opening presents and sitting around the table and eating a nice dinner. Um, I know for us, we actually did brunch, uh, it's something that we switched to a few years ago, but there's something that's just so joyful about the Christmas season. But whenever you come off of the Christmas season, what are you walking away with? Are we walking away with a bunch of things that we were given as gifts? Are we walking away with a bunch of credit card debt, which I'm sure some of us are experiencing right now? Or are we walking away with a better understanding and an insight of the joy and the peace that Jesus so freely gives to us, not only this season, but throughout the entire year? Where's your peace? Where's your joy? And are you increasing in those areas in your life? I'm reminded of the, the prophet Isaiah and his writings that he ends up writing uh, that, that ultimately foretold or foreshadowed the coming of the Messiah. He says this about Jesus. He says for us in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6, For to us a child is born, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. I want you to just think about that for just a moment. The government meaning all the kingdoms, all the kings, all the democracies, all the republics that are out there in the world, the government is going to be resting on God's shoulder. And this is why. It's because Jesus came not to um, 
be a part of man's form or man's idea of government or rule. But Jesus came to establish a new way, a new way of thinking, a new way of life, and ultimately a new kingdom that he is building on this earth, the kingdom of God. We literally, uh, for, for Christmas, we gather around and we celebrate Emmanuel, God with us, God leaving his throne and stepping into our broken spaces. And in all of that, him, him coming to us, um, and him establishing his kingdom. And what I love about the kingdom of God is despite what you see on the media and in the headlines and in the New York Times, the kingdom of God is a kingdom of righteousness and justice. The kingdom of God is a God of peace and joy. In Revelation 21, it even talks about how in this new heaven, in this new earth, in this new kingdom that God is in the middle of ushering in right now, there will be no more pain and no more tears and no more fear. If anything, I could just imagine us just sitting at a place constantly experiencing peace and joy in our life. This scripture speaks to the sovereignty of Jesus Christ. The government shall be upon his shoulders, meaning they are going to be subjected to his rule and to his authority. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. I think about these four different descriptions right here. Wonderful Counselor about how Jesus came not only to lead us and to guide us, but he came to be our friends. He came to give us advice. He came to speak into uh, the spaces and the brokenness in our life where we've got confusion or we've got things that are surrounding us. Maybe it's a, a job decision that's going on or, 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 or maybe it's a uh, family crisis that you're navigating right now. Maybe it's the crazy uncle who got all political yesterday at Christmas dinner um, and you just don't know what to do and you're just like, what do I do? Jesus desires, not only desires, Jesus genuinely wants to step into those spaces and to give us counsel. And he does this through his Holy Spirit. But then he says, mighty God, wonderful counselor, mighty God. And, and I love that because it just speaks again to the sovereignty and to the deity of Jesus Christ, that he is mighty. And, and, and remember what Jesus said, if you had enough faith as a mustard seed, you could speak to the mountain and it would be picked up and thrown into the sea, right? We talked about this just a few weeks ago. See, this is the type of authority that Jesus walks around with. This is the type of authority that is in Jesus's new kingdom that ultimately we are a part of. And then there's this one. And this one personally speaks to me as everlasting father. You know, I know for many people uh, who have had estranged relationships with your, your parents and specifically with your father, we, we look at this idea of him being an everlasting father, and, and it's very easy for us to associate our relationship with our biological or our stepfather or adopted father to the relationship that God intends for us as the everlasting father. For me, it was difficult learning to uh, recognize that God is a father to me because I grew up with a father who really wasn't involved in my life a whole lot let alone he really didn't even care to enter into the spiritual space of my life and to develop me and to disciple me. And parents, this is for you. This is why it's so important for you to be involved in your children's life and men, for you to be engaged as the spiritual head of your house, to be leading your home and to be displaying the life of Jesus Christ through your life. 
Because if we experience brokenness and, and fractured uh, relationships with our Father, which many of us do, it's very easy to associate our, our biological Father with our eternal Father. But our eternal Father is completely different because our eternal Father is complete peace. He is complete joy. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never abandon us. He will never desert us. Uh, and, and, and he desires to express and to give us the love of a father. And for many of us, maybe this Christmas season, you're walking away and you don't know what that love of a father is like. And I just want to press into that a little bit. And I just want to challenge you that are you looking for something that an eternal father could give you through an earthly father? Because if, if, if you're looking for what only God can give through anybody else, you're going to be leaving absent and with a whole still in your heart. And then the last one, he says, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. That word peace actually means shalom. Prince of Shalom. And that's God's standard. God's standard is shalom. And, and by that, um, shalom is not this uh, feeling or emotion of peace. It's all things working together for the glory of God ultimately to bring flourishing to this earth. And if you take that word shalom and you broke it down in the Hebrew, specifically in this context, it literally means flourishing. He is the prince of flourishing. And so Genesis chapter one, we see that God creates this beautiful, beautiful creation. Genesis chapter one and, and man and uh, woman, Adam and Eve, they were living in shalom with God. There was no brokenness there. And then in Genesis chapter three, we see how Adam sinned. And when Adam sinned, that shalom, that flourishing, that, that perfection was broken and sin entered into the world. See, Jesus came to reestablish that shalom, to reestablish that peace in our life, to reestablish flourishing in our life. And Christian, I just want to challenge you that God desires for you to flourish. God desires for you to flourish and for you to experience that flourishing in your life and in your family and in all of those around. But that is only going to come whenever the Prince of Shalom is the, also the Lord of your life, that, that peace. And then he says this in verse seven, of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And I want you to think about that for just a moment especially with what it is that you're seeing and what it is that you're hearing in this world. Think about the headlines just this past month, right? COVID variant, Omicron. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Don't judge me. I know some of y'all are laughing at home. That's fine. Omicron. I feel like it's transformers right there. I'm just being honest with you. Um, but you got that. You have the tornadoes that took place down in Kentucky. Uh, you've got the inflation that's going on. You've got the craziness of Christmas, right? You've, you've got the credit card debt. Everything that you are surrounded by, it, it has an opportunity, if we're not careful, to steal our joy, to steal our shalom, our peace, to steal everything that God desires for us. And this is why it's important for us to remember who it is that we're celebrating this Christmas season, who it is that we're celebrating every day of our lives, that, that his peace is going to be increasing in this world. His governance is going to be increasing in this world, and there is no end. And I want you to think about that there's going to be a life with no tears and no anxiety and no fear and no worry. I want you to, to think about 
just being constantly from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed with God, in the presence of God, enjoying the people of God. That is not going to end. And that's what Jesus came to bring and to give. And he continues on. And Isaiah says this, and on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And this was written 700 and so years before that very first Christmas night, whenever Jesus came into this world and the angels announced to the shepherds, as we talked about last week, that there is good news for all men of, of peace and joy from them, those whom he is well pleased. And, and something we've talked about recently, what is it that pleases God? It's our faith in God. It's our, it's our trust in God. It's us walking in a place of obedience. And, and so this is what I want to challenge you guys with as we wrap this up. We wrap up 2021 and we look forward to 2022 going into a brand new year. What is it that God desires most of us? God desires our heart and for our heart to just be hungry for more of him. See, I'm convinced right now that if you're not experiencing peace in your life, it's because you're not spending time with Jesus. You're not experiencing time you're not spending time in his word, in his prayer, through a lifestyle of worship. If you're experiencing anxiety and fear and trepidation in your life, you are experiencing what the world has to give. But if we would just take a moment, hit time out, and, and step into that space, God desires to spend time with us. And the, when we spend time with him, there's something that happens. There is a transactional thing that ends up taking place. And not because of how good we are, but because of how good he is. And because of how good he is, he allows us to enter into his presence, to enter into his space. And as we increase with our time with Jesus, as we increase in prayer and in worship and diving into the scripture and actually studying the scripture and letting it wash over our minds and our hearts, we will experience more joy and more peace. I, I'm willing to bet that yesterday, if you woke up in a bad mood, unless you went to bed at two o'clock in the morning, and your kids woke you up at 5 a.m., that's a totally different story. And the answer for that is caffeine. But if you woke up in a bad mood, I am convinced it's probably because you don't have enough Jesus in your life. I know whenever I wake up in a bad mood and I'm just angry at the world, it's because I haven't spent time with Jesus. Let's make a commitment to each other. Let's make a commitment this year. And, and if you would, even in the chat, just throw it in there that I'm going to make this commitment that we're going to spend time with Jesus every day whether that's through the, the word of God, through prayer, through popping on Hillsong or Bethel and listening to it while you're on the subway or while you're driving or wherever you may be. Let's make a commitment today that as we go into 2022, we are going to make it a year of the Lord, a year where we're going to press into him, where we're going to walk in obedience, where we're going to dive into scripture and to prayer so that at this time next year, we look back and we see an increase of his shalom, an increase of his joy, and ultimately a deeper understanding and a deeper relationship with our everlasting father and the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. And so listen, um, as we close out today, I'm going to pray for us all. And then next Sunday, we're going to all join back together in person. We're going to ring in the new year. It's going to be a great Sunday. 
uh, kicking off a brand new series called Blessed and Bruised. We'll talk more about that this upcoming week. But um, as, I, as I do this, I just want to challenge you all. Let's not forsake the moment. Let's step into it. Let's pray. Let's worship. And let's not allow that the only time we stop and reflect upon this is around Christmas time. Let's allow Christmas to go on throughout the whole year where we are reflecting and celebrating the sovereignty of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, I just thank you for everyone who's watching today, uh, God, and I just ask that you would just speak to them. Father, that as we transition out of Christmas and we look forward to a new year, that we would just increase in your favor, increase in your peace, increase in your joy, and ultimately increase in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you've never made a decision for Jesus Christ, we want to give you that opportunity to be able to do that. And right where you are, you can just say a simple prayer, Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. And maybe today you're saying that for the first time. And if you would, um, send us an email uh, or, or let us know on the chat, and we would love to get connected with you and love to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. We pray that you were blessed by this word. For more information about our church, please visit our website at resurrectionchurchofny.com or give us a call at 718-436-0242. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at reschurchnyc. Take care and God bless.